What's up everyone? It's your favorite marketer and podcast host. My name is Prit. I'm the author of Zero to Four Figures, a marketing strategy consultant, and a digital entrepreneur. A few of the roles that I do take on, I'm a podcaster, a YouTuber, an Etsy shop owner, a Skillshare teacher. All of the links are in the description box below if you would like to check it out. On this podcast, I shuffle between giving solo podcast episodes and bringing in experts to give you actionable steps on various marketing, business, mindset strategies to help you grow the business you love. So today is gonna be a solo podcast episode where I'm gonna be talking about five ways or five secrets to make better decisions for your business. All right, so first let's talk a little bit about why is it important for us to make better decisions for our business. You're gonna look at me and you're gonna say, well, duh, print, better decisions, better strategic direction. And I'm gonna say amen to that, okay? Because it's true, you know, if you are making better decisions for your business, naturally, there is a better strategic direction for your business as well. Not just that, if you're making better business decisions, if you're more conscious about the decisions that you're making for your business, it's more likely that you will not leave money on the table. And that, for every entrepreneur, is kind of something where we really need to take a hard look at because every single cent really matters to us on this journey. So. That's one of the reasons why it's important to be very conscious about making decisions and making sure that the decisions that we're making, wow, that was a very complicated sentence, but let's just move on with it. But, <laughs> but it's important for us to make these better decisions so that we are intentional about the direction that we're taking our business. Because here's something that I believe, okay? I don't think that there are good or bad decisions, actually speaking, when it comes to the entrepreneurial journey. I think that each decision in that moment of time, you can't really make out if how it's going to come out or what's going to happen or where that decision is going to take you. But for the most part, you have to be prepared for the consequences of those decisions. So for me personally, if I have to look back, I wouldn't say good or bad decisions. I would just say learning lessons for the decisions that did not work in that period of time. And I think when I was reading Psychology of Money, something that Morgan Housel says uh, in the book is that you can't really know if the decision that you're making in this point of time is a good or bad one. You know, 95% it could have worked out, but if you ended up on the bad 5% streak luck, then does that mean that your decision was a bad one or does it mean that you were just unlucky? And I really liked that concept. So I've taken it from his book and I've kind of um, pivoted my mindset into thinking that there are no good and bad decisions, but there is always an opportunity to make better decisions for our business, at least more strategic decisions for our business. So here are a few things that I personally implement for my business and I hope that gives you a very good starting point for your business as well, all right? So the first one is so, so important and I can't believe that more people are not doing this and that is 
document your journey. It is so, so important for you to understand what exactly is happening on your journey, not just that, for you to make note of every single thing that's happening in your journey because very so often, okay, we look at other entrepreneurs and we think, oh, okay, well, I'm going to just follow whatever strategies they're using. But most of the times, let me tell you, it's not going to work for your business, okay? Because your business is made up of very, very unique factors. And one of those unique factors is you, you know? So understanding what your business journey is, is one of the most fundamental things that I believe every single entrepreneur should do. Take the time to write down what's happening in your journey, document it, write down the problems that you're facing, write down the solutions that you're trying to implement, write down the thought processes that you're having, the debate that you have with yourself, all of those things. It's really, really important. If you implement a solution, write down what happened after you implemented the solutions. What were the consequences of the decision that you took, you know, and keep going back to it. I think that's also one more thing. It's not just documenting your journey. It's also making sure that every three months you're looking back at the decisions that you've taken. And one of the reasons why I personally strongly advocate having a business journal is because you never know how a previous decision is going to impact your future decision. And there have been so many times, I can't even begin to tell you, there have been so many times that I've actually looked back at my business journal, checked out what was my exact thought process in that point of time, why I took those decisions, and those decisions have actually influenced my current day decisions. And let me tell you guys, and this is something that I have mentioned in my book as well, Zero to Four Figures, your business is your biggest case study. All right, you have to accept that it is your biggest case study. You can read as many case studies as you want. And trust me, I love reading case studies, but none of them, let me tell you, as much as you can take inspiration, none of them are as powerful as your business case study is going to be. Let me, I'm going to put that as a 100% truth of my business as well, okay? So take the time to document your journey. Now, a few things that I've written down for you to know, at least if you don't know where to start when it comes to your business journal, I would say, well, first, take any book. I personally take a uh, 300 page book. It's a pretty big book because there's just so much to write and as much as possible, you don't wanna keep shuffling between books. So I take a big book and I just start writing and I put the date, if necessary, I put the time in as well. I write down, okay, what's happening? What are the problems that I'm facing? What are my thought processes at this moment with respect to that problem? What are the ideal solutions that I feel in this point of time? Why am I thinking of taking those steps? What do I think in this moment of time that is going to happen if I implement those solutions? You know, what are the internal factors? What are the external factors affecting this decision? What are my thoughts? Why am I taking this decision? That is very important, guys. Why are you taking that decision or why have you come to that conclusion? And of course, it's important to go back every now, every once in a while and write down the outcome 
of whatever decision that you have taken in that point of time okay highly highly recommend this this has been a game changer for me i personally have been doing it right since day one and let me tell you it has changed my entire business in ways that i can't even begin to tell you and it's only when you actually implement it that you will know how powerful a business journal is even to this day i've got i think two business journals that i've already filled up and i'm on my third one and I go back almost every other day. I keep specific days to go back and look at what's happening and how to go about it. So I will say this again and again and again and again, <laughs> but you really need to have a business journal. That is the fundamental thing I believe for every single entrepreneur. And that's something that I hugely advocate for. And I've also, if you read my book, Zero to Four Figures, I've given you an entire step-by-step -step process of how to implement a business journal for your business, okay? So that was number one. Number two is focus on the process, all right? A lot of times we have these goals, okay? Big goals, and there's nothing wrong with having big goals, except that our focus sometimes is on the goal rather than the process itself. And I think that's where a lot of times when we are so focused on the goal, we have missteps that happen along the way or we don't make the best decision for our business in that moment of time because we're just so emotionally invested in the goal that we forget or we overlook that the process is important as well so for me personally i say focus on the process it's important to have goals don't get me wrong but it's also equally important for you to understand that the process is important. How are you going to strengthen the process? How are you going to get to point B? You know, what are the improvements that you're gonna to make to point B? And that's also important because as much as your results are important, sometimes you're not going to have the results that you are expecting but having a stable foundation regardless of whether the results are in your favor or not total game changer okay so focus on the process that's number two for you number three is always take the time to look back at your previous decisions all right to make better decisions in the future, you've got to take a look back. You've got to go back and understand why you took those decisions in that point of time. What were the repercussions of that decision? What did it lead to? What did it not lead to? What were the pros of taking that decision? What were the cons of taking that decision? And how does it affect you in your present day? A lot of times, a lot of times, this is probably the, one of the biggest mistakes that I see entrepreneurs and business owners doing out there. And that is they don't take the time to look back. And it's very important that we do that because our journey is very, very, very unique absolutely unique and that also means that it will continue being unique and for you and me of course that uniqueness is something that we thrive on we love it right but the con of it is that huh, there's a lot of uncertainty that comes with this journey right there's a lot of things that we do not know can happen or just throws us off when you look when you take the time to look back at your previous decisions, 
what you're essentially doing is you're equipping yourself with all the information possible for you to make the best decision moving forward. More information, more power. Like I always say, data is power, absolutely. And like I said, while there are no good or bad decisions, at least that's what I firmly believe in, I do believe that it is possible to have a decision that is well-informed or at least best informed in that particular moment of time. So that is what I would personally like to say as well, okay? So that is number three for you. Number four is work to your strengths. And the reason why this is part of my list is because a lot of times when we look at other entrepreneurs, we think that we have to emulate them or we have to be exactly like them. And this is something that I've talked about in my book, Zero to Four Figures as well, is that a lot of times you've got to take a second to see if your hero's strength is what your strength is. Because your journey, like I've mentioned before on this podcast episode, is fundamentally about you. You know, it's unique because you are a factor in it, right? And when you are a factor for your business's journey, it also means you have to work to your strengths. So always take the time when you're trying to emulate someone you respect. And, you know, it's natural. I do it too. But you have to take a second to see if it is your strengths. And let me give you an example. I think I've mentioned this example in my book as well. And that is, for example, okay, the hero that you like, they are extremely persnickety when it comes to their routine, okay? They have a very set routine in the morning and it's just to the dot, to the minute, they are perfection itself. And what if you are someone who thrives in fluidity and spontaneity? So when you try to emulate them, you are suppressing what is your strength. You are suppressing who you are. You are suppressing what feels natural to you. So naturally, you're not going to be able to sustain that for a very long time. You know, you'll probably do it out of enthusiasm for a week or two and then poof, it's out, it's gone. And that's just how it is because you are changing your behavioral pattern. You're changing who you are to emulate them. And that's not your strength. However, however, if you too are someone who likes having routines, who likes to have every single minute of your day mapped out, then yes, absolutely. Emulating this particular part of your hero would work well for you because it's working to your strengths. All right. So I definitely do want to say, of course, there are many ways to take this particular point, like working to your strengths. First, you've got to understand what your strengths are. You've got to make sure that every single decision that you're making, you're not making it because you're pressured um, by someone else making that decision, but you're truly making it because you feel it is to your strengths. All right. So that is one of that. And number five, understand the gap in your knowledge and capabilities. And of course, seek help for it, all right? One of the biggest, I guess I would say, 
things about the entrepreneurial journey is that you've got to fundamentally understand yourself. You've got to understand what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, how to work around it, how to overcome it. And most of the times, you know, it's going to take a process for you to overcome it. So in the meantime, you've got to figure out steps how to work around it until you get over it. And it's a never ending process. You know, the weaknesses that I had when I first started out, trust me, more of them have come to my attention or, or I just I didn't know I had. And it just it's just keeps going on. You know, when you overcome one weakness or you work on one weakness, there's always going to be more that comes around. And it's natural. I, you know, I don't think that a successful entrepreneur is not someone without any weaknesses. I don't believe that to be true. I believe that a successful entrepreneur knows his weaknesses so well that he knows either how to overcome it or work around it. And I think that is very, very important for us. And I think that also provides a very realistic view uh, when we look at ourselves as entrepreneurs as well. So understand where the gap is in your knowledge or in your capabilities or your behavioral traits as well you know for example i will give you a personal example for this now for me um i thrive in high pressure situations okay it's where i can really really shine but i've got this annoying habit that i have a tendency to leave things to the last minute all right so in a situation like that, like I know that's my weakness, right? I thrive really, really well in high pressure situations and that's a pro, but the con is I leave things so that I get to a point where it's high pressure. So what I essentially do is I make sure that my planning is on point. So if I know that I'm going to push it to the last date, I usually um, draw the deadline a little bit earlier so that in my mind, I'm still in a high pressure situation but technically I've got a lot of time to finish it. So that's one small funny way where I overcome my, it's not overcoming it, well, it's working around what I perceive to be my weakness. And yeah, so that actually brings me to the end of this podcast episode. Those are five secrets for you to make better decisions for your business. At the end of the day, what I do wanna say is, it's always about having the most information on hand so that you can make a better decision. I think it all boils down to that. And information can come in different ways, right? You getting to know who you are as a person is also information because you're one of the factors that affect your business. So as much information as you can get, it's always just good to have, I guess I would say. So journaling, huge huge advocate for it i highly recommend please do um read my book if you have to um i'll put the link in the description box below if you if you'd like to get a copy of it um but there's an actual process of how to get started on your business journal in my book zero to four figures other than that you can catch me on my other platforms i'm there on youtube as the marketing nomad of course podcast you're here the marketing nomad show i'm there on instagram at the marketing nomad Etsy, where I sell digital products for entrepreneurs and business owners just like yourself. Um, I'm there on Etsy as the Marketing Nomad, CO, that's company. And then I'm there on Skillshare, where I have courses on marketing mindset and business for entrepreneurs and business owners such as yourself again. And I'm there as Prithvi Madhukar, that's actually my full name. All right. 
Other than that, of course, if you need marketing help, definitely do check out my consultancy services. Everything's mentioned in pretty much detail in my website. I'll put the link in the description box below, including the prices as well. Very transparent that way. I hope to see you guys in my next podcast episode. I also hope to catch you on my other platforms as well. I'll talk to you in my next episode. Hope you're staying safe, staying healthy. Bye-bye.